0: Hi, this is Tony Tolotto, and this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. Chad L. Coleman is in a new Christmas movie on TV1 called A Christmas Prayer. We also chat about his roles on The Expanse and The Walking Dead, where he reflects on a certain castmate. Chad L. Coleman in a moment. Chad L. Coleman on his new movie, A Christmas Prayer, and more. Let's listen. Chad, what a pleasure to have you here and talking about this really interesting project, uh, A Christmas Prayer. It's, it's, a good, it's a really good story to tell because it, it it's about something. You know, it really is about something. And uh, you pray, you play Pastor Andre Dillard. Give us a little... You know, kind of an introduction to him a bit.
1: Andre Dillard is a pastor who's uh, faced some challenges in his earlier years, but was able to overcome those things. But uh, unfortunately, some things don't stay in those boxes. They have a way of oozing out again. So he's facing some challenges uh, based on past decisions. He has to rally and he needs the community to rally with him. It's a beautiful, Christmas genre of film that's about faith, family, and um, togetherness and, and how we nurture and support each other, uh, especially around the uh, Christmas holiday. So it's a beautiful piece, beautiful piece.
0: I mean, he's literally trying to save not only basically himself, but his church too, which is important.
1: Absolutely. The church is a, uh, you know, a staple in the community in all communities to find the yeah. church is kind of the basis of foundation of of unity of all that is goodness kindness togetherness literally physically losing the church is a part of it and uh, i don't want to give anything away but circumstances right. from his past uh you know just present this bleak outlook and you know he's got to maneuver through it he's only as good as the community he serves
0: yeah, and I'll tell you, what a cast, too. I think what's really cool is you have somebody like Javon Lewis, and then you have Marla Gibbs, man. I mean, I've God, I've been watching Marla Gibbs forever. And to have that range of talent in there is pretty cool.
1: Absolutely. And this is a great casting on the part of uh, Jamie McCoy, our producer. There's not one week link, and uh, we have... The legend, of course, Marla Gibbs. She's amazing. She's still a spitfire. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> what you see is what you get at 90 years old.
0: She's God bless able her. To,
1: yeah. She's still tromping along. And uh, I told her as, as much. And she said to me, sweetheart, news travels slow in the South. I'm 30 years old. And I
0: said, <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> well, we well, argue man. with Marla Gibbs, you
1: know? <laughs> no, you don't. And and <laughs> You know, we're trying to be precious with her to say, listen, we're we're not on your coverage right now, so you can sit down if you want. And she would have none of it. She was <laughs> she was gonna do her job every take, you know, and, and she did she didn't take one take off. So that was mm-hmm. really beautiful. And Stan Shaw is a legend as well. I love yes. this man's work. His body of work speaks for itself and it was just amazing to be able to work with him. And then, you know. Creflo Dollar, you know, come on, that guy, an amazing minister and has ministered to so many in his mega churchness and and a beautiful human being. So uh, it was just, Jamie put it together beautifully and uh, Aaron Williams directed it magnificently. And so we, and we all bonded and the spirit of the film you can see come through in those relationships that we have Lady of Rage, Robert Allen. Uh, it's just so great to work with her and uh, all the cast. All the cast, stellar work.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's fantastic. Uh, where was this shot? Savannah,
1: Savannah, oh, Georgia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so much rich history down there, and oh, I had God. an opportunity to have my son and his mother down with me uh, nice. while we put it together. Yeah. But a beautiful place and got to explore, you know, uh, some of the tourist spots and not so tourist spots as well. So it's yeah. a beautiful place to visit for sure.
0: Oh, I love Savannah. I've been there a few times and I'm about two hours to the north of Savannah. So uh, in, in the Charleston area. So and yeah, I shot a
1: movie in Charleston as well. I shot <clears throat> a movie uh, called uh, The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster in uh, Charleston. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Go, no, go
1: I, no, no, no. I sat in Charlotte. I'm sorry. I was in Charlotte. Oh, in Charlotte.
0: Oh. Well, I actually have a place there, too. So there you go. <laughs> That's another great city, too. Really great city in, in the South. It's changed, changed so much and uh, for the better. It's really, really cool. Um, Indeed. The themes of redemption and <laughs> trying to do the right thing are so strong in this movie. Was that yes. part of the appeal for you to do this?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've always believed in that um but as well my brother's a minister in Richmond, Virginia where I'm from and uh, uh my brother's been a pastor uh, since he was 19 years old, he's 60 plus now. So, um wow. to watch my brother minister to the community and and our family uh redemption was always a part of the story we all have. Um deal with a lot of tragedy and uh yeah. trauma in our past and on some level we all all of our lives of a story of redemption, you know, tr- trying to uh, aspiring to be our best selves, and how does it happen in real time? And you know, how do you aspire, inspire people to aspire to their best self? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, redemption, yes, of course. I mean, so much. In my own personal family life and things, uh, it's a huge thing. It's huge. So this film, I think, does a really good job of, of laying that out on the table and showing you in a very real way that change is possible.
0: As far as your brother being a minister, did you kind of use him as, not necessarily playing him, but kind of using some of the things he does when he preaches for your character a little bit?
1: Well, I mean, probably subconsciously, because I was a <laughs> member of his congregation. Oh, there you go. And I followed him through all of the different churches that he was a part of until he was yes, able yes. to have his own. Um, and we we talked a lot, and he ministered to me, and you know, was uh, the Bible was a foundation for him in terms of of helping me when I was married, and you know, that's 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 the uh, source material. So. Mm -hmm. And and we share DNA, so sometimes we sound (laughs) alike and things of that nature. So it's already in there. So, no, I didn't have to consciously do that, you know, because I'm a firm believer it it, it rises in me, you know, Mm -hmm. part of my magic. If I need it, that's the thing about craft that people really don't understand. Uh, If it rises naturally in you, you don't need to try to do all this other stuff with it. If it's there, craft is for when it doesn't rise. So if I didn't feel comfortable playing a minister, then I would have employed all those tactics that you do to make sure that I feel comfortable inside playing. But mm-hmm. no, I didn't have any discomfort with it. And in fact, our foster mother uh, a few years ago said that she thought that he was going to be the actor and I was going to be the minister. But there's acting and ministry and there's ministry and acting. So. You know, we both reach people in in different ways, employing some of the same tactics. You know, the brother has to know tone. He has to, you know, interpret the word. I have to interpret the character, the script. You know, there are some similarities for sure.
0: Yeah. You know, with this guy, I really like I like the arc that he goes through. And uh, and some of the things, you know, like in the trailer, he goes, what do you want to do? And he's like, he looks like he's sitting in jail. And he just says, I, I want to pray. And pray. it's just yeah. And it's just like, wow. It's like something you didn't expect him to say, but it kind yeah. of shows you the depth of the person. And I thought that was so key, especially this time of year, to to have that yeah. kind of message out there.
1: Yeah, you take your faith with you. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, and even, it's okay to question. It's okay to feel like, it's overwhelming and you don't have the answers, but inevitably you do rely on the foundation of faith and mm-hmm. to be able to model that and put that out there for an audience is a beautiful thing.
0: Mm-hmm. There's more with Chad L. Coleman, so stay tuned. Let's get back to my conversation with Chad L. Coleman. Most people are going to talk about The Walking Dead first with you as far as other things you've done actually, I thought I loved your role on The Expanse. I thought that was fantastic. That great character for you, like right after The Walking Dead and you stepped into this guy and just made him your own. Talk about that experience working with uh, with those folks.
1: When they approached me about it, I I was thinking of Colin Powell. Hmm. I was thinking about uh, him having to go before Congress and talk about weapons of mass destruction. And then they find out that he was the puppet for them and duped. You know, I'm I felt like Fred was duped as well, you know, the Butcher of Anderson Station. Uh, he, he was not, uh, you know, he was uh, misinformed, misguided, and, and uh, put in a very precarious situation. And he had to find his way out, but he's a fighter. So when do you see someone go from working for, you know, earth to the opposition or what, yeah. what appears to be the opposition or the other? And effectively lead them and 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 have them represented the way they should be and and have equity at the table in these type of negotiations and you know who owns what and it was an incredible opportunity to be able to play that role. Uh, very complicated individual, which yeah. I love. no one is no one you know binary doesn't work. it's it's gray. yeah people have have uh, good in. good and bad qualities to them. And it's just a series of how we make choices, you know? So, and what you're up against and, you know, tactics, strategy, you know, thought, passion. So I love, yeah, Fred, I'm going to miss him. It's Mm. it's great to play that part.
0: And of course, uh, Tyrese, man, uh, they just wrapped up all 11 years. And uh, I mean, the, I can only imagine how emotional that, the red carpet and everything was for them. How do you look back on, uh, on The Walking Dead? Talk about an ensemble that was pretty strong. Right down the line, there was no weak link in that cast. Everybody was so good.
1: Yeah, no, it was a wonderful opportunity to play a man that had tremendous strength, but also tremendous heart. You know, yeah. someone was, who was fighting tooth and nail to hold on to his humanity and mm-hmm. uh, his love of people and and an approach that would be the least violent as possible in an incredibly violent time. So um, he was an honorable man. Uh, yeah, I, I really loved playing him. And uh, I, but for me, what came up was Scott Wilson, because we lost Scott Wilson uh, yeah. during the run of the show, and uh, Scott Wilson was a legend and incredibly mm-hmm. instrumental in the Just soft landing and nurturing way we came into the show because you know he was in the prison at that time, and I already knew about him and I know the iconic movies that he and TV shows he's been in. So, but as a person, it's just the generosity of heart and spirit, and uh, I'm gonna miss him tremendously.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was he was something else, and boy, the fact that. Herschel came his way and what he did with him was yes. uh, was part There's, of what I loved about the show.
1: Yes, indeed. And and unfortunately, he got my death from the graphic novel on yes. the show. I yes. really felt some type of way about that. I really did. <laughs> I didn't want that for him. And then uh, I was able to be with him prior to his passing to visit and oh, sit goodness. with him and his wife. Yeah. That his spirit lives on forever. And that, oh, that's yeah. what the ending of the show, that's what it came. And then, in, you know, and thinking of Sinequa, you know, I thought we just she she's my sister for real to me. You know, uh, <laughs> she's an amazing force of nature. And uh, that's amazing. And all of the people, you know, you're talking about thoroughbreds, man. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're wonderful actors. But as, as people, these are some exceptional uh, amazingly brilliant and driven, passionate people. So that was it. Was a it was a great experience. I'm going to miss that as well.
0: Coming up for you, you're speaking of something in the comic vein. You're Superman, Superman and Lois. That's got to be yes. exciting for you.
1: Oh, it is. I'm 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 excited to be a part of the DC family um, and to play Bruno Manheim. Uh, yeah, a uh, super villain, but a very complicated individual as well. And, and again, it's not binary. This man, is it's great. You know, he's done exceptional things and he's a self-made man and pulled himself up by his bootstraps and changed the community that that was overlooked and neglected. And this man was able to transform that community. So, uh, that being said, it's fun to watch people love and hate him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. That's great. I'll, I'll tell you, Tyler has its own spin, but to me, he kind of evokes the same spirit, a little bit of Christopher Reed's Superman. I love the way he plays.
1: I do, too. I do, too. I mean, that's hard casting. you you got to oh. get the right everything, you know, the look and the heart of the man and the vulnerability, the strength, all of that stuff. Yeah, Tyler is spot on with it. I, I love his Superman. And, and I love his clock Kent, too. It's kind of yeah. funny. Yeah. And, and it's great. Mitzi is amazing. She, oh yeah, you know it's a little. She's she's a spitfire. She's a she's a, she, a you know incredibly intelligent and and driven young lady. So uh, we've been I've been having a ball dancing with all of them. It's been <laughs> uh, it's a mutual admiration club and and everybody's incredibly happy with what we're all laying down. And so I just I can't wait for it to come out because people are going to be floored by this one.
0: Cool. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait myself. Um, you know, it's funny because Bitsy's husband David Gintoli, uh actually voiced Batman for an animated film. So exactly,
1: yeah. exactly. And oh. he he did Grim. They yes. did Grim, and with my boy Russell Hornsby. So. Oh,
0: Russell's great man. I talked oh, yeah. to him. He's phenomenal. What an actor! Oh, he is. Yes, I've known him
1: since he got to New York, coming out of wow. uh, BU, coming out of Boston University. Yeah, we've been friends, you know. Yeah. Maybe we could play brothers one day.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I, I saw I, I loved him in Fences and what he did with that character, with Denzel directing him and acting with him. Just a yeah, phenomenal was, film.
1: Yeah, he was on Broadway. My daughter was in it on Broadway. She played little Raynell. Of course, nice. she aged, aged out of it for the movie. But uh, yeah. yeah, Russell was a wonderful uh, mentor to her.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, that's, you know, this movie, A Christmas Prayer, it's it's something that I think everybody should see. Even if you can't catch it on TV, you can download the One TV app and you can watch it on there, too.
1: So yeah, TV One, TV, TV one. one,
0: excuse me. And mm-hmm. you, what you do is you just enter your cable provider and then you'll be able to watch it right there on your phone, wherever you go. So. Uh, you know, it's going to be airing again as well. So, you know, check your listings for them.
1: uh, December 17th.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. Coming up Mm -hmm. as we record this this weekend. And, um, you know, so this will actually air before the 17th. So this will, uh, people have a chance to catch it. And uh, I think it's worthwhile. Anything, any movie that really brings, I think what the holidays are all about, about people and kind of finding their way. Uh, you know, and and especially as the year ends, you look ahead to things. I think it's certainly worthwhile. And uh, you know, this guy, I I think we all can relate to him in one way or another. It's not it's not uh, something otherworldly or anything like that. He's very human.
1: Absolutely, well said. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also a great actor behind him too, which doesn't hurt. You know. <laughs> I do my best, <laughs> yeah, to bring him to life. You know, it's just not just it's not just words on a page, but uh, but yeah, what a pleasure to talk to you. I mean, you're a, a tremendous artist, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you do on Superman, and just what you've done so far is, uh, I think most most actors would be pretty envious over the roles <laughs> you've tackled already. So, congratulations, <laughs> and really a worthwhile movie, A Christmas Prayer, and. Bruno Mannheim coming up on Superman and Lois. We'll definitely catch both of those. Great to have you on the podcast. Uh, Thank you
1: so a, much. You're very you. welcome. <laughs> All right. Very thoughtful, very thoughtful person. Thank All you. All right.
0: Well, happy holidays to you. All, All right. right. Look for a Christmas prayer on TV One, and you can see it, as we said, on the TV One app. Happy holidays. This is Tony Tolado.